I wanted to talk a little bit about the power of coaching continuity. Now, what do I mean by that? Let me kind of give you an example. Um, there's a there's a temptation, I guess you could call it, and it varies from place to place, but it exists in most of youth hockey, most of youth sports, actually. It's not just limited to hockey, where the parents are always looking for the best thing, the best coach, the best program, the best team to get their players or get their kids to play on. And uh, often what happens is they end up bouncing their players around from year to year, um, you know, from one coach to the next. Sometimes the same thing happens within organizations. You know, the organization itself um, doesn't understand the power of coaching continuity. So the organization is constantly changing coaches, um, you know, with the, the age group of the kids. We also see this problem a little bit with the, the split age group. Um, model that we see in, in USA hockey, where, you know, you have, um, multiple calendar years within the same age group. So each year, half your team graduates up to the next age group and leaves the other half behind. And depending on which half of the team the coach stays with, um, you know, basically you get yourself in a situation where there's never continuity from year to year. So every year, the, the, the players are having to relearn, um, a new coach. And I say relearn a new coach, and I mean it that way. Um, you know, every coach has their own style, their own philosophy, their own terminology, their own way of doing things, their own set of expectations. And players really have to learn the coach. Um, you know, and then on top of learning the coach, they got to learn all those other things that go along with that as well. You know, new systems, new positioning, all that stuff. Um, and so what I think, I think that there's there's real power. In fact, I know there's real power in coaching continuity. And so I would go as far as to say it's better to have a, I don't want to say a lesser coach, but it's better to have a lesser coach. I'll just describe it like that. It's better to have a lesser coach, but that's a solid coach. But, you know, for example, if you're, if you've got a choice between, uh, you know, having the, the head coach of the Red Wings one year, the head coach of the Penguins the next year, the head coach of, uh, you know, the Flyers the next year, NHL caliber coaches, but a new one every year for your kid. And obviously that's an unrealistic situation. But if you had that choice or had the choice to have a solid coach, maybe not quite NHL caliber, but a solid coach year in, year out for, you know, from the time your kid's eight years old to when they're 15 years old or 16 years old, I would pick the consistent, the solid coach that's going to be the same coach for the seven years or eight years that your that your kid is involved in youth hockey, rather than having a you know a top notch coach that changes every year, because it's you know there's there's real power in consistency of coaching, and that same concept can be applied to team as well to your to your um, to your teammates, you know. So if you've got a situation where every year the team is changing drastically, then, uh, you know, it's the same kind of thing. You're learning your players. You're having to learn your teammates. And, uh, you know, learning not only like learning teammates is actually even more complex because all the teammates have different backgrounds. So you don't know exactly what they've been taught or where they're going to be on the ice. And it usually takes a good, uh, you know, a good portion of the season to get players used to playing with each other. Um, so, yeah, and if you've got the ability to create the optimal situation. And this isn't always possible, but in situations where it is possible, create a situation where the coaching stays the same for the same players year in, year out for 
as long as possible. That's the way that the best teams do it. And that's the way you do, you do it this way and you're not starting over every single year. You do it this way and maybe you take a week to uh, remind the players of what they learned the year before, but it comes back fast, fast. And the quicker it comes back, the faster you'll be able to progress them through to the next level and keep them moving forward. And that continuity is where this, where this concept, where the power in this concept lies. And that's where you get players that get exponentially better every year because you're starting them, you know, from a higher place every single year and they know the expectations, they know the systems. Now all you're doing is just adding to the foundation that you've built when they were young. And uh, it's an amazing thing to see when this happens. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen as often as it should. But if we can get the league administrators or the organization, I guess you could say administrators, uh, the parents, everybody to understand this concept. And it, like I said, it doesn't have to be a world caliber coach. It just has to be a solid coach. Find yourself a solid coach and uh, go the distance with, with him or her. And it's, uh, it'll, be, it'll be the best for your child's development for sure. So that's the power of coaching continuity. And uh, hopefully, hopefully that makes sense. And hopefully you're in a situation where you can uh, help to make this possible for your, uh, you know, for your own players. That's all for today. We'll talk again soon.